Financial Grown-Up Guide, 10 Ways to Dial Up and Dial Down Your Career with Jennifer Gefsky and Stacey Dillo, authors of Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Welcome to a new Financial Grown-Up Guide. These are our quick tips episodes that we are now releasing on Fridays. If you are looking for one of our classic episodes featuring personal money stories and lessons, those drop on Tuesdays now, and we have more than 200 episodes and growing. So please check some of those past episodes out and subscribe so you will get the future ones as well. This FGG, as we like to call them, has been a long time coming because of a little behind the scenes story that I'm going to share. I have a wish list of guests. And when the Financial Grown Up podcast started, one of the authors that we're going to be talking to today was on that very first wish list. And when I reached out to her, she had some big projects going on. And so I had to wait. But that wait is now over because I finally got her for you guys, Jennifer Gefsky. And the project, by the way, well, it turns out she was busy writing a book. This book could literally change your whole mindset when it comes to making work work for your life. She is here along with her co-author, Stacey Dillo. The book is Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks, A Working Mother's Guide. Jen is also a co-founder of Apre, a digital platform connecting women, returning to, or pivoting within the workforce. Stacy is the CEO of Apre. They are here. And just for us financial grownups, they prepared a great list of 10 ways to dial up and dial down our careers. Here's our interview. Jen Gefsky and Stacy Dilo, congrats on the book, Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks. I want each of you to introduce yourself separately with your name so we can tell which voice is which. Sure. I'll go first. This is Jen Gefsky. Thanks, Bobby, so much for having us on your show. We're big fans, so it's great to be here. Um, just so your listeners have a little background on me, just in terms of my career, I spent my career mostly as a lawyer. I worked at Major League Baseball for a very long time, and I have three kids. And I took a seven-year career break, came back, realized how difficult it was to return to the workforce after a career break. So I co-founded a company called Apre with Nikki Kroll that Stacy now is the CEO. So Stacy, good segue to you uh, for you to introduce yourself. Thank you. And thanks, Bobby, so much for having us on today. We're really excited to be here. Jen's right. I am the CEO now of Apre, the company that she co-founded several years ago. We help women return to the workforce or pivot to something better, as we like to say. Uh, We also work with companies to recruit, retain, and return women talent to the workplace. I started my career, I feel like I've done a gazillion things, but for the bulk of it, I was a reporter and a journalist. After having my first child, I went part-time and stayed that way through the birth of my second child and then left to start a company that was focused on helping women find flexibility in the workplace. I, through a friend and colleague, was able to meet Jen, who ended up acquiring my company, and we came together so that we could do even more for women. And that's what brings us here today today 
with your turn. I am looking at this book. It's, by the way, a beautiful book endorsed by so many people that I have so much admiration for, including, but not limited to, Ariana Huffington, also Farnoosh Tarabi, KJ Delantonia, Tiffany Dufu. So this book is already making a lot of traction, getting a lot of support from some important voices. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's been so much fun. It's been such a journey and we're so excited to have people see the book and read the book and thank you about the cover and thank you to Harper for creating such a beautiful cover for us. It is a beautiful cover. Everyone should check it out. But you did bring with us some takeaways from the book and you're going to actually add to it with 10 ways to dial up and down your career. And while of course the book and I'll pray is focused on women, I think it's important to point out that these days, both men and women take breaks from their careers for so many different reasons. So I think these tips are really universal to everyone, whatever your situation is. This is something that is becoming part of our culture. And and it's a good thing, I think. So let's get into your 10 tips. And we can just kind of tag team it here. The first way of our 10 ways to dial up and down your career is to ask yourself smart questions to get ahead of career confusion. Who wants to take that one? I'm going to start. I feel like this is a lightning round, right? <laughs> totally lightning round here. We got 10 to get in here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So really the book, uh, you know, one of the things we feature at the beginning of the book is a way to ask yourself questions as you're thinking about your career landscape. One of the things to think about is your career is a 40-year arc. It's not a short period of time. And to get comfortable with the fact that there will be different phases along the way and that that's okay. So the mission of the book in our eyes is really to help you think about questions that are going to come up for you and then how you can answer them in the moment of where you are uniquely, because everyone's story is unique, and Feel good about those decisions at that time, be confident with them, and then understand that they can change. So some of the key questions that you might ask yourself there are, can I afford to leave my job? What will quitting cost me in the future? Do I want to go part-time and how can I make that happen? Who will take care of the kids? These are some of the questions and, and there's a, I mean, there's a ton that we could go through, but these are just a few as an example The idea here is, again, that you can get ahead of those questions and then feel good about your answers at that moment. (laughs) Right. More details in the book. And and among those things that you have to think about is not just your salary, but your 401k matching, your health insurance, which is probably subsidized. So all the things. Let's move on to number two. Set yourself up for success if you decide to stay in the workforce. Well, I'll take this one. This is Jen. One of the reasons we decided to write this book, and I'll say this for myself, is we really want to help women not make the same mistakes that I know I made. And as you know, I did take a career break. One of the things that I failed to do was when I was working full-time and I had little kids, I had a baby and I had a toddler, I thought I was going to do it all myself. I'm going to be superwoman. I can handle it. I can do it. And that was a huge mistake in retrospect because what it ultimately made me do is push myself to the edge and almost have a breakdown and quit because I just was under too much stress and pressure. What I should have done was set myself up for success, knowing that I was going to be working full time, knowing that I had a commute. And so how do you do that? You make sure you have the support systems, both within your workplace and in your community and in your home to ensure that you can be successful in all parts of your life. It never necessarily is easy, but if you make those, if you made a conscious process to Make sure you have the support system in place. Chances are you have a far greater opportunity for success in all aspects of your life than if you just try and do everything yourself. 
Right. And that ties into number three, which is to rally your support system. Having a village is key, you say. It really is. And it what we've discovered is that when women go through this career and motherhood journey, they often feel like they're on an island making these decisions and doing all of these things by themselves. And the reality is, unless you ask, no one will know that these are the things that you need. And so one of the things that we like to tell people is be sure to ask people for what you need. That can include your partner or spouse. That can include your manager or boss. That can include your village of friends. Most people are really willing to help out, but they're not mind readers. And so this is your opportunity to say, this is what I need at this time. And I really need your help. And then on the backside of that, to also be helpful (laughs) so that you give in return what you're asking for of other people, but to know that you're not doing it on your own. And I think it's important to point that out because while you have paid help, we often forget to lean on our mom friends or, you know, other lead parent friends, however you want to call it. Things like if you do have an emergency school pickup that you can't get to or you you just can't get to a school pickup, sometimes another mom can just grab your kid and they can hang till you get there or whatever. And we don't always think to do that or to offer that to other people that, hey, I'm around. If you ever can't make it to pick up last minute, let me know and have that extra layer that you're not necessarily paying for, I think is a great thing that you guys bring up. Um, Let's go to number four, which is give up on failure and guilt. So this is listed as number four, but honestly, it should be number one because life is hard enough. Let's not be our own worst enemy. And we're our own worst enemy by being hard on ourselves, feeling like we're not good enough. We're not a good enough mom. We're not a good enough employee. And one of the reasons we're so excited about your turn being out there is because we've talked to thousands of women. And guess what? We all have these same feelings. We all have the feeling that we're not good enough moms. We all have the feeling that we're not doing good enough in our jobs or that we're not confident enough to go back to the workforce if we've taken a career break. Don't be your own worst enemy and give up on failure and guilt. All right. Number five, learn what you have to do to save for a career break. Right. This one is really powerful. I mean, I think a lot of us feel stuck if you feel like I actually really want to be home with my children. And that concept is okay. And yet the fear of jumping out of the workforce sometimes holds women back from doing that. And then on top of that, the financial aspect, which is very real. Let's be clear. The reality of giving up your salary is very real. And as you mentioned, there are other implications that happen as a result of doing that, including not being able to save in your 401k and whatnot. But if it's something that's really important to you, that this is a phase of life that you want to take the time to be with your children for whatever period of time it might look like, you can really get ahead of that by starting to save. And I think that that's a concept that we should start to encourage more women to think about. And we go through a whole slew of tips of how to do that in the book. I won't get into all those details today, but just that concept of thinking, if this is something you really want to do in the same way that you might say for a vacation, you know, I don't mean to be simplistic about it, but if you think about it in that way, then you can get ahead of the freedom that you could have to be at home with your kids and not feel as strapped. All right. Number six, don't lose sight of yourself. Easier said than done. Right. No question about it. And this is, again, hoping people learn from my own mistakes. I did this one as well, which is when I was 
working full time with toddlers and babies. The person who came last on my list was me. And so what does that mean? It means I wasn't exercising. I wasn't able to really relieve the stress in my life. And I did lose sight of myself. And what I really wanted ultimately for my my journey, it's so important especially in these times, which we talk about are finite periods of time. Any parent knows, especially parents who have older kids, they know these are, these are snapshots in your life when your kids are toddlers or babies and they pass and they grow up. And then there's different issues that you have to deal with. But during this process, if you lose sight of yourself, you know, you're going to stress yourself out too much and ultimately not be successful. All right, let's do number seven. Understand when freelance, part-time or flex work might be the best fit for you and learn how to do it successfully. I think the main takeaway for this one is that if you want to be a flexible worker or go part-time, then you have to set boundaries for yourself. One of the criticisms that we hear about part-time work is that women go part-time and they work just as hard as if they're working full-time and they get paid at the part-time level. And the reality there is it doesn't have to look like that unless you allow it to. Um, So when I went part-time, it took me a little bit of time to figure out how to communicate with everybody that I wasn't in on those two days a week that I wasn't there and that I might be really slow in responding to them or I might not be able to get back to them until the next day. And yet then it starts to work. So set boundaries for yourself and it'll work. Okay, number eight, think about alternate paths back into a career. Yes. And and this is one of the great things about taking a career break is it does sort of open your eyes and your mindset to different possibilities for a career. You know, when I graduated law school, you come out and you think I'm going to be a lawyer for the rest of my life. I do believe millennials have a broader mindset than that. But one thing about taking a career break is it is an opportunity to step back and think about what do I enjoy? What do I want to be doing for the rest of my life? And then once you figure that out, there's a variety of ways to make those goals a reality. You know, whether it's going back to school and getting another degree, whether it's doing an internship program, you know, a lot of these larger companies now have internship programs and they're not really looking at what we would call a returnship. They're not necessarily looking for someone who's done that particular role their entire career. They're looking for fresh eyes, fresh mindset on that particular jobs. And of course, there's so many women now who are starting their own businesses, including the two of us. So all of these things are a really great result of taking a career break. Number nine, learn how to tell your gap story and interview with confidence. So I'll take that one. We talk a lot about this on our prey where we work with women who are returning to the workforce. And that's always one of the first questions that we get. And and one of their biggest fears is how am I going to talk about this in an interview? How am I going to position this gap on my resume and on LinkedIn? So what we say is that you need to own that gap with confidence. One hiring manager that we talked to recently basically said, own that time in the same way that you would talk about a previous job. It's a quick here's what I've been doing for the last five years, and now I'm ready to do X. So you move on to what you're looking to do next and really passionate about it and why, but you don't dwell or or lack the confidence of the time that you took. Really own that time period. And finally, number 10, negotiate for what you want. Obvious, but not, right? And I would say right in your wheelhouse, Bobby, right? This is so right up your alley about negotiating for what you want. And we do find in research shows, women are, you know, they're not as excited to negotiate their salaries, their raises, et cetera, 
as men. It's our upbringing, all these variety of reasons that women are more hesitant to negotiate than men. But there's no question that negotiating ultimately leads to not only higher, better salaries, but also better working conditions for you. You know, if you need part-time, Stacy is a great example of this. If you need part-time, you need to negotiate for that part-time. If you need a flexible schedule, try and negotiate for that flexible schedule. But you're never going to know unless you ask and unless you sort of push your employer to a point that they know changes are good, not only for the employee, but also for the employer. We have just barely scratched the surface. There is so much more in the book, Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks. Thank you both for being here. Before I let you go, just quickly tell us where we can find out more about you, about Apray, about the book, and all your socials, all that good stuff. Well, you can find Apray at apraygroup.com. We have a, a ton of additional resources that just enhance what the book has, including jobs um, where employers welcome a resume gap, and then also some really cool coaching circles that are led by career coaches that kind of get to some of these specific topics. We have a great one on negotiation, for example, um, some of these specific topics that we've just talked about. So you can definitely find both of us there. On Twitter, I'm at Stacey Delo, and we're contact at operagroup.com if you feel like reaching out by email. Oh, and also let me give the book website, which is yourturnbook.com. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. So much more to learn from Jen and Stacy. Make sure to check out their book, Your Turn, and follow them on all the socials. And please, if you are not already, follow me at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram and at BobbyRebel on Twitter. And send us feedback on this show if you liked it. Share it with a friend. So many of us can benefit from Jen and Stacy's great advice. And big thanks to both of them for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.